Japan 2.0. Listening to Japan 2.0, uh, the best podcast about Japan and all things in、uh, the Kansai area. Yeah, especially focused on the Kansai area and just、uh, maybe not your surface level Japanese news or talk, but a little bit deeper about what real life is here a couple of years in once you get over all the crazy Japanese. Isms. Isms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess,、um, you know, we're tr- always trying to bring something that's a little different and something that's not reported on、mm. quite as well as some other things. And I feel like today's topic is becoming increasingly popular, especially as tourism to Japan is on, on the rise. Yeah.、Uh, and today we're talking about two of our favorite neighborhoods in Osaka.、Uh, do you want to、yeah. share?、Uh, Shinsaibashi and. Which has like subway stops, which is a bigger regional area, but the concentration of that culture is in a place called America Mora, or the nickname for it is Ame Mora. Yeah, we're both from America, right? And、yeah. I don't know if we <laughs> even introduced ourselves. Yes, I'm David. And I'm Matt. Yeah. And、uh, yeah, we're both from America, and we both live in Kansai. I actually live in Osaka, and I work very near. The neighborhoods we're talking about. Yeah, so it's kind of like your second home a bit, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I've gotten to really know the areas、mm. in- intimately, you know? It's my favorite area in Osaka for sure.、Um, I was almost going to say Kansai in general, but I, lo- I really like Kyoto.、Um, but yeah, it's, we're going to do a little series, and I don't think we're going to do them all in a row,、we'll、probably spread them out so you don't get sick of Osaka. But、um, We'll cover some of the big areas like Umeda, Namba, Shinsaibashi, maybe some other smaller ones. We've already done one about Dinden Town.、Um, but I think of all those places, Shinsaibashi is probably my favorite、um, for a lot of reasons. America Mora, there, to me, when I heard that name, it was kind of surprising. I walked around there and I never felt, yeah, I'm in an America, <laughs> America village, you know? There wasn't anything really screaming out at me, American. Much like other countries I've been to where they have like a, a western part of town, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is very familiar.、Um, you don't see like Taco Bells or a lot of like franchises or chains or a ton of western food there necessarily, you know? It still、yeah. very much feels like Osaka or Japan. Well, I do think it has like a very. It has a unique flavor. A, a unique flavor. It is. But I wouldn't call it western. I think、American. it's diverse. You know, more than it is, which I guess in some ways can be considered like, you know, like、Nothing、a. Pop. Right. The metro- metropolitan areas in, in America have like, you know, all these different cultures coming together.、Yeah. And America Murrah feels like it has the same thing. There's Indian food and,、um, you know, East Asian food. And especially with the food, you could really see it.、Mm-hmm. You know, there's American food, there's hamburgers and、uh, sandwiches and.、Uh, You know, it's a couple of taco places, and you know, there's 
So there, it is all these different cultures kind of coming together. Mm. And there's a mini replica of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, so I saw that after visiting a couple of times. And I was like, okay, I guess. But it's, it's not that big or that notable. It took me a couple of times to even see it, you know. Well, we're also big fans of vintage clothing and vintage yeah. vintage things. So that, and, to me, and, yeah. And there definitely is, like, a focus on, like, a lot of American styles and American, American fashion. Mil- military, American <laughs> military clothing is huge there. But again, I don't think it's, like, that overt. You know, I think if a tourist goes there for an hour or two, they're not going to be like, whoa, look at all this old American clothing. No, it's, and it's not the kind of place where... You, Let's say you wanted to buy items from America, you know, if you wanted to import items, you'd probably be better off going into a department store in whatever mall you have nearby. Um, There's no, like, import shops. The only import stuff I do see is, like I said, the vintage clothing. Mm. Um, There's also um, this superhero shop that sells only American superhero toys and, you know, those kind of things. So, I mean, they're... There are a few people in town that still are sticking to the theme. Yes, but I think it's a pretty specialized thing. You know, again, Japan 2.0, we go kind of beyond the surface. And yeah, the people that are from there, the people that hang out there, will definitely kind of realize that there is this American specialty going on there. But again, I think you just walk through the place and you're not really going to feel... And no, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's a very, very unique place, like you said, with its own strong culture you said the food's kind of the big one for you that you see. For me, it's the music. Uh, a lot mm. of the local clubs, when I say club, like live halls, I've seen a lot of bands play there. And the clientele or the people who hang out there, are, they look like they're into like punk rock, you know, or <laughs> hardcore hip hop. And yeah. it's this big like fashion collision. And um, I was just, last time I was out there, I think to record a podcast, I was just thinking like, yeah, man, Matt was such a cool, like, more like what you stereotype about Japan life, like seeing this every day, you know? Just this wild fashion, the, the mohawks, the crazy piercing things <laughs> right. and stuff, just on his lunch breaks. And for me, it's like a sight. You know, I get excited to go out there, you know, once or twice a month to go see all that. Um, yeah, one thing Osaka's, I mean, we kind of touched on this in our last episode. We were saying, like, Osaka's a bit of, like, the blue-collar kind of city, you know. There's a lot of people that work in, like, factories and things like that. Yeah. And when you're outside of, like, downtown Osaka, you really don't see, like, the people who are dressed, you know, kind of crazy funky, or something yeah, or yeah. funky. Yeah. I, my wife and I, we always say when we go to Tokyo we see that stuff yeah. when we go into the the airport or we go into like Tokyo subway or something there's like yeah. people who are dressed like really nice or really crazy or like they'll be pretty normal and pretty nice without have like this one really eccentric item like a hat it's like three times as big as a normal hat <laughs> right 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 like everything yeah. else is going all right yeah. and then you see like this one thing yeah. or you see a couple like you know businessmen and then there's a couple like dressed in like all leather or something mm-hmm. and in Osaka, you don't see that very much. In Kyoto, you don't see that very much. You know, in um, Kobe, you don't see that very much. But in America, Mura, that is where you're gonna see place. the guy riding around on a lowrider bicycle, wearing like a um, uh, like a, a luchador like costume, and you know. For me, though, it does have its own Osaka flavor, right? When we talk about the crazy Tokyo ones, I would say like that luchador thing is. Maybe something you might not see out in Tokyo, but that is, like, really Osaka. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, yeah, more punky mohawks or... I saw I saw this girl who had her hair bleached blonde, and then she had she had it dyed at the bottom like like frosted pink or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. 
And then she was wearing a whole Adidas jumpsuit, all pink, and she was riding around on a pink bicycle. Yeah. Those are some of like our neighborhood yeah. like heroes, you know. So I would say like it's less sophisticated and just more like raw and funky out in America more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would and agree with that. Crazy Tokyo stuff, but um, yes, I mean those are like kind of the sights and sounds and smells of America more. Yeah, well, I mean, what what do you do there? I mean, if you come to visit, it seems to be coming becoming a like a big tourist attraction like uh, it seems like especially asian tourists yeah. people from china and people from korea are like going there all the time yeah it's big for street fashion i know for me again liking used clothing a lot of like the kind of more expensive like street brands will have like used shops there so the, the prices are actually decent you know and um, quality is really great at used shops in japan so there's there's tons of like street fashion I think there's a lot of knockoff shops as well there. Yeah. I see these shops selling all the same like old school Jordan apparel or Adidas apparel or kind of like whatever is hot at the moment. Maybe like Miley Cyrus's face on shirts and every shop kind of has the same style and it, something about it to me seems fake. It's, you know well, what shops yeah, are yeah, yeah. About? I know, I know what you're talking there's about. There's Garfields and... Right, right. Like so yeah, they're, they have that bootleg vibe like yeah. that you get... Um, when you go to like a uh, like a real shady part of town or something, where or a swap meet maybe, yeah. um, where they'll the have shops are kind of temporary looking almost, right? Like right, if they're gone in a week. You wouldn't be too surprised. And they have obviously bootleg like character pictures, like Ninja Turtles with the wrong colors, yeah, yeah, or, or like Simpsons, like smoking weed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or the um, like all the Disney princesses flipping people off. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. like there you go yeah. and um th so it is that big baggy colorful kind of mm -hmm. like i guess you would say like hip-hop but it's kind of like sure. a pop hip-hop kind of yeah. style that um i don't know it's a little hard to categorize but i would say like swap meat style <laughs> i've only ever seen those shops in america more i've never seen them anywhere else in japan um and they're all like the same i don't know if they're owned by the same people or what while we're on clothing, you got like the Nigerian dudes selling their tennis shoes at the tennis shoe shops, which is again the only place out in Kansai. Shibuya has that as well, but um, they're they're very prevalent. You know, they're always out walking yeah. up and down the street. And there's a bunch of like these these tan like Japanese guys that stand around on the corners too, like coaxing like Japanese you know people into their shops. It's a little bit like it Shady. can seem a little bit like. Uh, uh, intimidating at times yeah, you know I'd I mean of anywhere that we've really mentioned in the show in our history maybe it's the most intimidating place we've talked about so far uh, maybe it was just because some of those people like the Nigerian guys and the guy the Japanese guys on the corners they they have they look very serious you know and in Japan generally everyone's very smiley and nice and polite and yeah these are some of the few people who you'll get you're like you maybe shoot them a smile because you make eye contact and you get nothing back you know yeah yeah um you know, Americamura is, you know, a place with all, all types and stuff. And, uh, I mean, there's a big variety of, like, clothing and stuff. So, I mean, you're going to get a little bit of everything. You know, you will get the smiley peoples and you will get, like, really friendly people. And yeah. I, I've gone into a lot of vintage clothing shops where they, you know, they really were talking to me, like, where are you from, you know? And, and they, I have to explain, you know, actually I'm not visiting, you know. <laughs> I live not that far from here, you know. But, um but it's always it's always nice to go into those places and like i said you see different styles and you get to meet people from different kind of walks of life because sometimes sometimes it could be really classy like there are some places out there that are 
you know, everybody's dressed really nice, or you see a bunch of businessmen in there, you know, and they're probably wealthy, and they're eating lunch, or, you know, are they shopping for something expensive, or sometimes it's like salt of the earth, you know, kind of, kind of people's, you know, just... It's a collision, right? But yeah. I do think it's one of the places that if you take a guest or something, like, it is like, whoa, this is kind of the Japan I was expecting a bit, you know? Yeah. Um some tall buildings you got like the big TV monitor near Triangle Park now that, that's a little bit newer yeah. but you got like the big monitors outside music like <laughs> blaring over those monitors yeah. and stuff sometimes they have a concert and that monitor like folds down and okay. people are like playing live yeah, up there I, I've seen that like only twice but I wasn't sure if it was like the same place or if I was confused alright yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot going on there. Again, I think there's a big nightlife culture there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got to see a ton of that. But the park is known as Triangle Park there. And I think that's supposed to be like this big meeting point, kind of hangout spot. A lot of skaters will skate there. Right. I've never really seen it like totally going off. I still always hold it as this place in my mind like, oh yeah, let's go see what's going on at the park. Maybe it's because of our old neighborhood we used to like in Seoul that had a really cool park. But uh yeah, it's just usually kind of boring. There'll be people there, but they're all just sitting around usually. I think it's just kind of a place for, for people to meet one with one another, and yeah. maybe they share ideas and stuff. I mean, you get, like you said, there's skaters and stuff, and you do get that street culture vibe, you know. Right, um, that part in seems to be like the heart of the it. area. Yeah, like graffiti spreads out from there and stuff, and which like, is another thing that America Murrah has a lot of that yeah. you don't see in other neighborhoods it's great graffiti there yeah yeah some of, of the best of graffiti too. if you're into like you know um some famous graffiti artists i mean they come to yeah. this area and they tag up some there's some a dude who does uh, sasquatch yeah that, i've seen that, his that'll be lot, our show yeah. uh, art because i have a bunch of photos of that yeah that guy's great uh he's from somewhere in the states and he came out here and did his stuff but uh a lot of the punks out there are like legit homeless punks like real you want to see like some really hardcore Japanese punks I see them sleeping on the underpass all the time in cardboard but they hang out at this park and yeah they're pretty cool yeah tons of piercings and stuff yeah, yeah. those guys yeah, just yeah, sleeping yeah. around yeah um, so it's got a bit of a raw edge to it but again it's a great place you want to go see a concert or um, eat some good food mm-hmm. also record shopping is yeah, something yeah. that Dave and I are into and it's probably the, the best Mecca. place in Osaka for... I'd say the best in Kansai. In yeah. terms of most amount of shops, right? Yeah. And, I mean, I find stuff all the time. I, I pick through those record shops <laughs> constantly. Yeah. Um, you know, there's King Kong Records, which is probably the most famous record shop uh, of them all. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's a huge record shop. And then there's a whole bunch of places that specialize in different types of music. So if you're looking for... 60s like soul or 60s like you know vocals and stuff you like there's this whole building that has what eight record shops in it six right or, eight or something and it's like two floors worth i think yeah and um nightbeat records is the one that does like the 60s 60s soul music and stuff and then there's a hip-hop shop in there there's a rare groove shop in there um there there's a, a place that kind of specializes in new jack swing which is pretty Obscure, pretty yeah. obscure yeah Matt put up a Osaka record map on our Facebook page if, yeah if you want to see where these places are exactly then check that out we did a whole episode about record shopping too but uh, I think you can't mention America more without really bringing up again that 
the whole vintage scene in general is pretty great. Yeah. It's KKV, let's go. because it's one of my biggest purchases lately I got from there but there's this Japanese style called Boro probably Boro but um, it's like patchwork over and over again so like when the patch falls out instead of just like ripping it off and replacing it they just like sew another patch on top of it and there's like all these strings in it and it's always with like denim or blue um, and it's kind of like kimonos they look like a kimono or a yukata yeah. but it's made of like this blue material and it's just sewn and you see strings on it it looks like it's not like a really a high class thing or anything it looks pretty rough kind of like an old quilt that's been passed down you know yeah and it's only in blue and it's really really rare i've never seen it for sale i went to a museum one time and we got an exhibition of it uh basically like these poor kids during the edo period um would get scraps from like the gutters and stuff and they would just do this and it takes a lot of work now so it's a lot of these garments are like 50 60 70 years old you know Anyway, I found one out there, and I've never, I've never even seen one for sale. Wow. And it was pretty expensive, but I just bought it because it was that just, like, hole-in-the-wall shop, you know? And I saw it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get a steal of a deal. It's going to be so cheap. This place is not nice at all, you know? But uh, when I saw the price tag, it was, they, they knew what they had, I think, you know? Yeah. But um, that's something I've been looking for for, like, five or six years in Japan, even before I lived here. And in America, where I had it, so... Oh, that's really cool, yeah. Definitely cool stuff going on there. Yeah, I mean, I think the people... I think if you're looking for a neighborhood that is artistic and, you know, where the artistic people, like, conjugate and, you know, spend time with one another, DJs and musicians and Mm. artists and... um, Yeah, I mean, people want to have, like, cool shops or cafes and stuff. Um, I mean, cafes are popping up all over the place and... uh, um, in Sinsaibashi and uh, I think that uh, I think it's just like the the place where stuff is happening you know Mm. and I think like any creative person you know you try to find a place where you can cut loose and you know and be with like-minded people and I feel like that's the kind of vibe I get from America Murr and Sinsaibashi talk about like i think for people who don't live in japan the best way to look at america mora is that it's like osaka shibuya and 
But then I want to get in and say how they're different. Because I think anyone who's listening to this should know what Shibuya is. They should know about it, at least in a bunch of videos, you know. Our show is for, like, people who know about Japan, right? So it's often said that American Horror is Osaka Shibuya. It's not as big. But what else would you say is different about it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not, like... There's not a million people, like, you know, swarming the streets. It's pretty crowded, but it's not, like, the most crowded place in the world. Like, Shibuya can be known to be. Yeah, I mean, there's not, like, huge, like, buildings or anything, you know. I guess Shibuya doesn't have the the largest buildings in some places, but... But there are tall, like, you got the big HMV, which I think is the Forever 21 now, and uh, 109. Like, it has this, like, iconic tall. They're over, like, 30 stories. You know, they're pretty tall. Where America More doesn't really have a skyline at all, right? Yeah, um, not really. So the, like the everything's on a smaller scale, like I said. Things are shorter, things are smaller, there's no crosswalk. But what do you think about like the kinds of shops, the vibes, the food, the people, like how do they compare? Well, I think in Shibuya I find that there's like more of a um I, I don't know, like there's there's the area like I guess it's like Harajuku and stuff where there's and which is, I guess, it's a different place, but yeah. that's like kind of got like that bootleg kind of feel, you know, to it. And they're selling rip off clothes yeah. and funky stuff. Um, so I mean, I could kind of compare it to like Harajuku, you know, in that that's, way. That's interesting. Yeah, I was just kind of saying like what most people say, but I think just thinking about it in this couple of seconds, I would say America more uh, is more like Harajuku than it should be. A lot because of the size, right? Yeah. But also, yeah, there is a do-it-yourself feel a bit to it. Yeah, right? and and I feel like in Shibuya, sometimes things can be a little more like high class, like more expensive or more trendy, you know? Yeah. And maybe like an artsier place or something will be leveled for like a big name brand. Yeah. Whereas in America Mura, it feels like it's probably going to be America Mura for a long time, you know? Like, shops that come up are probably going to be there for a little while, at least, until, you know, the person who has a passion for it is kind of sick of it or something, or squanders their money, or, you know, it just doesn't do very well. I think a good analogy might be, like, Shinsaibashi maybe is a little bit more like Shibuya, because it has, like... The Dior's and all those big on that main street, right? There are tall buildings there. Yeah, There's some kind of fancy shops there, right? True. Um, you get off that a little bit, yeah, and it gets a little grungier. There's a little more youth culture. There's more of a, a nightlife and clubs and stuff. And then, yeah, like neighboring to Shibuya is Harajuku and American Moro's just a couple streets back. And again, all this is on a smaller scale because Osaka's smaller. But yeah, I think maybe American Moro is more like Harajuku. I think you could also argue on the outskirts of Shibuya are kind of those really nice areas, you know, where things get really classy and nice. Sure. I think on, like, the outskirts of um, Shinsaibashi, you get things like Orange Street and stuff, which are, like, really kind of classy, nice areas. So I think, yeah, it's really interesting that you said America more is, like, Harajuku. Yeah, I get the vibe from both of them. I like America more more than Harajuku, especially after the last time I went. I like Harajuku a lot, but... um, I guess America Moro doesn't feel as stuffy and doesn't feel like... Harajuku is very narrow streets and stuff, and there's not a lot of room to, like... I don't know, if it's a really busy weekend, it can be packed in there, you know? Harajuku is, like, 90 or 80% shopping for clothes, fashion. Yeah. And America Moro is a lot more... That's not their focus. I'd say it's maybe, like, a quarter of the shops there, you know, or something. Um... 
I really like, I mean, if I could have one within an hour from me, I would choose Harajuku, but I don't think I'd want to, like, live in Harajuku. Harajuku's pretty touristy, right? Yeah. Um, it's like a place where you just go to shop. Yeah. I don't well, know. I think that's where the concentration is. Like, I, I, that's what I mean. Like, if you go to Harajuku, it's, like, so busy. It's so, like, packed. And you get a lot of tourists coming through. It's not, like, lived lived life, you know? Like, it doesn't feel like... It feels like people who work there probably get on the train at nights and, like, go home. Yeah, kind of, yeah. like, you know, out into the suburbs of Tokyo or something. Yeah. Whereas I feel like... Um, like Americamura especially feels like these are the people that stay in Americamura yeah. probably live like that's, pretty close and you know I really like that you said that because that, that is a good point I do get it's like a gang or something because it is pretty different right it is like this alternative culture that I do kind of feel like the adults that are there they've kind of like made this their thing I think they're like they wouldn't want to live or be in like normal Osaka or Japan you know like this is their place and they kind of wear that with pride I, I do, you do see a lot of people on bikes. A lot of the cool, funky clothing people are almost always on bikes, which makes, makes me think they don't live too far away. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I think, I think people that want to be in Shinsaibashi and Amerikamura try to make a life for themselves there, you know. And I, I, I could see myself, like, wanting to be closer in town. You know, uh, Emily and I tried to get an apartment pretty close um, to that neighborhood, you know, which would have been real convenient for me because my work is right down there too. Yeah. But, um, uh, but, uh, and sometimes like I do go by that area and I think like, man, it would have been really cool to be mm. so close because I mean, we didn't really talk about the food that much, but there's so many good restaurants out there, you know? Yeah. Can you recommend like just do it live on the air? I don't really know any good places to eat in around America more. I mean, um, some of my favorite places are, um, well, there's this little mom and pop shop that does um, lunches. Mm. They're only open for lunchtime, and they do uh, uh, tonkatsu, uh, you know, fried pork cutlet, and it's a really awesome place. You know, it's like these old school guys, you know, scooping up the stuff, and, and they're really excited whenever I go in there. Is that like, a young son who's like a DJ at night? Uh, no, it's no, not no. like Tonkatsu DJ or it's a shout out to my favorite anime in a couple of years. Uh and then um so that place is really good. In the big step there's a sandwich place called the basement. Yeah. And they yeah. make really good sandwiches. Um uh I like Ola's taco Ola tacos is my favorite taco in Kansai. Yeah, there you go. Um there's, uh, if you like boba, there's my favorite boba place, which is pearl milk tea, some people call it, you know, the, the tapioca balls. Um, there's a quickly cup in America Mura, and like in the summertime, I always like to go over there and grab a couple of drinks. Um, uh, just recently, they opened up this big akushikatsu place that's always blowing up at nights, and I've wanted to go there. Um, some really cool cafes are coming into town, like streamers. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. Um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just loads of places. I mean, it's hard to like. You have to walk around for a couple of days and just try just to try everything, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, there's some famous pizza places, you know, Canadian pizza place. It's kind yeah. of popular called Slices. Mm. It's not the best pizza in town anymore, but um, it's but it's a, you get you know some bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and there's a lot of cool bars and stuff. I, 
it's just a lot going on all, yeah. always. Cool. Well, it's Amerikamura. You should check it out. Sensei Bashi, you should check it out. If you come to Osaka, you have to go. It's one of the big stops. I mean, yeah. You won't see true Osaka culture. I'd say that's Osaka culture. Yeah. It's really near other big areas we're going to hit. You can walk to Namba in 10 minutes from there. Dantambori is like another popular place, which I actually, I don't go there that often just because no. like better stuff is in America. Right. But um, we should do our cleaning up now. Yeah. House cleaning. So... Um, Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we're at Japan 2.0. Yeah. We're also on WordPress at Japan 2.0. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, we, Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, Japan yeah, 2.0. Got it. Um, you know, check out all of our old episodes. You know, um, enjoy. You know, our our wealth of information. Yeah, yeah, we're building up quite a back catalog now. Yeah, I was going back and listening to a few things, you know, right? I went back to America, actually, and, you know, I was listening to a couple of old episodes and stuff. Yeah. It was a lot of fun going back. Cool. Well, the music you've been hearing in this episode is one of my favorite uh, modern bands. I've been trying to focus on more modern music lately, uh, doing a mix of both. But this group is called Caro Caro Bonito. I think they only have one album so far, and they have a bunch of singles on top of that album. And I actually saw them perform in America Mora. It was a really cheap show for Japan. It was like 20 bucks. They're from London. Uh, but the interesting thing about them is that their lead singer is half Japanese, half something else, English speaking. And um, she does all the lyrics both in Japanese and English and translates them. So like it's the same verse, but one time you get it in English, then they'll do a chorus, and then they'll do that verse again in the other language. So if you're studying, it's awesome. Um, and it's just funny to hear like differences in language, but she sings really funny songs about like um, the flamingos of the sea, talking about shrimp or about video games. The song I'm gonna choose is called "Sick Beat," and it's got a Mario beat to it. Um, yeah, I think they're. I think they could get pretty big. Um, again, like she's a native English speaker. Um, I'm surprised they haven't caught on more than they have. They put on a really really fun live show. Lots of like costume changes and just games and stuff going on. Well, um, now that they got the eight, uh, the Japan 2.0 bump, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're gonna get big. But they have a new song that just came out called "Graduation." That's that's really cool too. But uh, yeah, I'll be playing "Sick Beat," so listen to that. And this, their name Caro Caro is a frog song. Yeah, frog. And bonito, I don't know if it's like bonito a flakes. Yeah. Isn't that the the bonito is what goes on top of like um. Yeah. Okonomiyaki and yeah, takoyaki. It's fish skin that's moving. But I don't know. I mean, Bonito could mean something else as well. But yeah, that's my interpretation of their name in case you're, in case you're wondering. Well, cool. Can't wait to hear it. So Sounds sick. Beat. <laughs> All right. See ya. This is Matt. This is David. Peace. Bye. <laughs> てる釘は打たれるってよく聞くよね、この言葉。それならいっぱい打てばいい。I did it my way この人生。Whichever console you play, no matter how many hours a day, I could win my any game. Whether you're a boy or a girl or a supercomputer, it's often said I should get some girly hobbies instead. But that thought fills me with dread. I'm not into sewing, baking, dressmaking, not eating, bitching, submitting. Whichever console you play, no matter how many hours a day.